0: welcome to the more than hearers podcast i'm orion williams and i'm here with peter willis that's a little table wrap i've never done that before we do this podcast where we talk some bible and i like to throw a little something fresh your way in this intro portion uh we're doing this in the book of luke and we're on chapter six today we've got a facebook page that we'd love to engage you at but we don't have a way to do that until you engage us at it so why don't you uh, hit us up facebook.com slash more than hearers you can tweet us I'm at OrionPlaysMusic Peter is at MTH underscore Peter and we got an email address podcast at morethanhearers.com and that's the website morethanhearers.com where you can listen to what you're listening to now (laughs) for
1: free which is what you're doing right now Regardless of whether you got there through the website or not. Uh
0: Yeah, they're there. The the podcasts are all there, and they're wherever you got it. So, uh, you're all caught up? Peter, how's it going? I'm right, Ryan. How are you? It's been a tumultuous time, and I feel like I'm maybe at the end of it, and God has been good... I'm trying to decide. Actually,
1: I know, but it, it, the way you said it's been a tumultuous time almost made it sound like this is a tumultuous age in which we live, and not just the last week or two have been tumultuous.
0: Oh well, yeah, sure, I'll I'll give you that. Poor no lost dose. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Good. See, see, see.
1: People are now. Checking their phones and going, is this more than here? That's not been in Spanish before. Did I push something on my iPhone I shouldn't have? Or? The auto-translate button? Yeah. Do they Because <laughs> no. that would be, I, <laughs> I know. I don't even... I really, want it. Like, I don't speak Spanish
0: I, a little bit, but... See, but you I, and me going, oh, it's amazing. I, I'm not actually sure it's working correctly because I can't verify, <laughs> but it's amazing. <laughs> but isn't I might
1: it? want to listen to myself in Spanish or Dutch or I don't know. I, whatever. Um... Greek, so that we could be podcasting in the original language. The
0: uh, Yeah. Well, the original language, might be, you might say, is Hebrew, but we don't know, actually. True. We uh, really don't know.
1: And I think our the original language of our podcast is still English, which uh, I can yeah. understand. Yeah.
0: yeah I, I get that one. I, mostly. Yeah, for the I, most part. I have a high success rate with English so far. <laughs> we'll see. Up till now. Yeah. Up till so, a couple yeah. episodes ago where I said something... I forget what it was. Like, I don't know. Re-listening, it was like. Was I here? Oh, uh, I hope so. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but if you happen to be listening and you heard a podcast where Peter wasn't here, don't tell him about it. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> Wait a minute. I try to listen to. The, no, I haven't listened to one in a
1: little while. Actually, oh, no, really you missed a couple. You've missed I've, a lot. <laughs> I missed a few. I need to get caught up. Uh, behind. And if you're behind, uh, we're in Luke chapter six. Just to catch you up. That was a heck of a segue. I'm mildly impressed with myself. We did it. We are working uh, the way through the gospel according to St. Luke. um, And we are in chapter 6. Starting in verse 1. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to pick some heads of grain, rub them in their hands, and eat the kernels. Some of the Pharisees asked, why don't you just go get a burger somewhere? No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't say that. some of the Pharisees asked, why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Oh, Ryan,
0: why was this unlawful on the Sabbath? According to the mosaic law given by God through Moses, uh, there was no work to be done at all on the Sabbath. Um, Uh, But then that—I mean—that gets interpreted different ways by different people down the line. But um, interestingly, to me, that's one of the—I think it's the only commandment that actually has a. um, uh, No, no, it's not. But anyway, the phrasing is interesting because it's. uh, Some people would like to say that uh, the fourth commandment about the Sabbath reads something I don't have in front of me, but they remember
1: the Sabbath and keep it holy.
0: Yes, that's the that's the summary version, but it's but the the actual commandment, full commandment, says, uh, "Thou shalt work six days, or you you shall work six days, but on the seventh day, uh, you shall rest." I've got it. You do Exodus uh,
1: twenty verse. 8. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days shall you labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to, you, to the, Lord the Lord your God. God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you, nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that's in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the
0: Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. So the the two it's got the two sides. It's you shall work six days, positive command. Yes. You shall not work on the seventh day, uh, negative command. Uh, command a command not to do. Right. So it has a command. A thou shalt not and a thou shalt. Right, but the, but that thou shalt is not a permissive thing like. It's okay if you feel like working six days or five or anything under six, but just make sure. But some people, when they get to stress and you know, how important this commandment was, the importance they they say it's the resting on the seventh. But but this commandment doesn't stress that over the working the six. No, no, it doesn't people, actually. People, selective uh, memory, selective and hearing, commanding, uh, no. selective obedience. That's it. Ho. Oh. By Jove? I don't like it when my kids do that. You know what? By Jove. uh, Sorry, side note here. Please. I had like an epiphany or whatever. I was like, does by Jove mean by Jehovah? Probably. Because that would be like a by by God. God. right? Yeah. And so I looked it up and it is not. It's like Jove is uh, some uh, other. I don't know what language it was uh, for Jupiter or something. Jupiter was a god. It was, but well, I was not hearing- really a god. Some people, it <laughs> was a pretend god. Yeah, he was a not uh, alert, god. Alert, alert! Yeah. More than hearers thinks that uh, <laughs> Jupiter yeah. was a god. They said it. <laughs> no, not, not a god. He's a not god. He's a not god. Yeah. But, but I thought maybe that's a, another yet another biblical kind of uh, ex- explanation for a common saying or whatever. It was apparently not. I still think by Jehovah is a better explanation for it but like it's, it. N- apparently it's not historically inaccurate.
1: correct me if i'm wrong jupiter the roman equivalent of zeus uh sounds good i don't know i think so i don't yeah. remember but i think so i will repeat it as if it's true <laughs> that's perfect as if you thought of it on your own uh-huh um and and there's an important piece to this here so um orion said that you know as he said the losses don't work but but it's so important to read all of this it says on the Sabbath one Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to pick some heads of grain. They rubbed them in their hands, and they ate the kernels, which I'm not a big granola guy, so I don't even see the appeal to this, but whatever some of the Pharisees asked, "Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath?" and that's not entirely true the pharisees we we know some stuff about these guys um I just recently learned more, and so that's why I'm going to expound on this to just show how smart I, No, I'm kidding. Yeah. There Likes. were four major Jewish factions at the time of Jesus. Can you name them? The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Zealots, and I believe the Essenes were the other ones. Uh, those are the Dead Sea Scrolls guys. Um, Pharisees were a super um, ultra-religious, ultra-conservative group. Um, they were part of the ruling class or r- r- ruling group of Jewish leaders and teachers at the time, but they were very much about um, strict adherence to the law to the point where they fine tuned the law and,
0: if you will, added to it to clarify it. Well, well it to, says to don't make sure that, the, yeah, to clarify as in to make sure that nobody accidentally broke it. Or don't
1: work on the Sabbath. Well, how do I know if I'm working or not? Mm-hmm. And so they came up with all these extra rules, which is why they're going, hey, uh, they rubbed grain in their hands. Why did they do what's unlawful on the Sabbath? And you and I go, how's that work?
0: But there's actually, I need to, I don't know, I almost feel like, pause. um e, eating. Yeah, uh, ahead. And, and, and sure. um, what is that out of this world, right? I don't know, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, so the... um Exodus is where the giving of the law was. Yes. Deuteronomy is where the unfold, and Leviticus. The explanation of the law. It's the, the unfolding, unfolding on the law. Right. Yeah. And so you had these two parts of these two components of the law. Uh, the tablets, the stone tablets engraved uh, by God's finger. David Letterman's top ten? Uh, the, no, God's top ten. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yeah, or top? Uh, sure. Sure yeah some sorry. 10 they yeah. were 10 anyway yeah. and they went inside the ark of the covenant uh i think the the remainder of the law the ex- explanation of it, i believe that went on the outside but i'm not positive but it was it's still it is important because it was the explanation of how to go about living the, these 10 right. because people do whatever they want with it. you know, you give minimal information expect when you leave things up to interpretation people, people interpret them. Results, right? yeah yeah exactly so one of the the things, and I, I don't have it here because I wasn't ready, but uh, in Deuteronomy I'm almost positive it talks about the harvest and not harvesting on the Sabbath. So that when I see them calling him out for this, I see it as a technical, according to even Mosaic law, <sighs> breach of Sabbath. It's technical, okay, it's a technicality or whatever. But he did They're this for not- a reason yeah I'm with you, but uh, yeah let me for, let me let me go ahead please me. because on okay the Sabbath day had a day that came that accompanied it, it came before and it was called preparation day. Every mm-hmm. week had one of these preparation days, and then that was followed by a Sabbath. Uh, you see it in uh, the telling of the manna from heaven where on they, one day they could take twice they took twice on yeah. on the preparation day they took twice as much. And uh, it didn't rot, right? There was a miracle. It didn't rot, um, and it, yeah, it sustained and it was there for them because they were not allowed to harvest or gather on the Sabbath. the The law of harvesting would apply to uh, any time you didn't prepare enough on the preparation day there's no basically no excuse god didn't god didn't say oh well if you just want a snack on sabbath you can go out and and, and gather a snack no there was no manna for you if you remember there Fair was enough. none. Yeah, no, you're right and no quail yeah they, they yeah they retreated like everything was gone because you were supposed to prepare so this if nothing else shows that they had not prepared in accordance with the, 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 preparation. the law of the sabbath okay, yeah. yeah so okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm into this. I'm, and I know you're into it, which is
1: why I'm, I'm kind of excited about being through it with you. So let's jump in. Uh, verse 3. Jesus answered them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and taking the consecrated bread, he ate what is lawful only for the priests to eat, and he also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Mic drop. Had he not said that, it probably wouldn't have caused near the problems it caused. Sure. It's like, the story tells us true, and I meant to look up the reference before, and I didn't. But there is this story where David's traveling with his men, and they come into this town, and they are starving. And they're, I think, running from Saul, if I remember I correctly. I believe so. And they burst into the temple, and he's like, i got to feed my guys. And the priest is like, all i got's got is the consecrated bread before the Lord. And David's like, we're going to chow on some consecrated bread. And the priest's like, you probably shouldn't. And David's like, give me some bread.
0: I think the priest, I just read he, not that The long. priest cautioned
1: him, but didn't tell him no, as
0: I recall. <laughs> okay, I, I thought that, yeah, I, I don't remember. I could be wrong. But I either way, it was watch.
1: technically bread that wasn't like, oh, if the soldiers come through, by all right, means, consecrated yeah. bread. <laughs> but but Jesus is going, look, if people are hungry, give them what's available to eat. And then he goes, uh but just so you know um i'm i'm in charge of this whole sabbath thing
0: and and that's what i love is that in his answers here he never he never says what i think a lot of people they defend this i think poorly they say um and no offense here but i think he, no. and he wasn't breaking the sabbath people, people will jump to that like they're defending no 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 he would never right he didn't say that he says Here's another time where a rule was broken. Yeah. And I'm the boss. Yeah. I make the rules. Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one. You've <laughs> it's seen been the movie. A long time.
1: Uh, that's the whole uh uh the pirate code. uh uh-huh. There are more guidelines really. Yeah. Okay, no, it's not what the, the no. Bible's not. I'm not saying the Bible's more guidelines, really, I'm or a pirate to, code. <laughs> oh man, this is going downhill fast. But, but more but than here says that the Bible is booty.
0: Uh, no, <laughs> but Jesus is is literally saying, uh, I. He's saying it in, in not in the words, but he's saying it in the in the tone and in the. It's like the gall that he had to do this. I wrote the rules. Right. And one of the criticisms
1: that Jesus had, and I think that is easy for us to see, of the Pharisees in particular, is they were so focused on the rules.
0: They did not see the the
1: rule maker? The rule giver, rule Uh, rule maker, rule whatever. And he's going, you're so focused on the Sabbath I am the Lord of the Sabbath. You have missed what the Sabbath was designed to point you to. It was rest, like God rest. It was to focus on God and to be as God was.
0: As all of those things. Uh, yeah, we've we've talked uh, on another episode about uh, the Seventh Day Adventist Church and uh, faith and some of some of the things you'll find in that the culture there and but their prophetess, in quotes, air quotes, Ellen uh, G. White, who, by all accounts, uh, one of the most prolific writers of uh, any topic in history of the written language. She wrote, like, maybe more books than anybody else has ever written books. Uh, maybe she plagiarized some of them. That's uh, up for debate, maybe. But, um, but in her writing, she says that she had a vision and she saw the Ten Commandments, and one of those commandments Shown brighter than the others, and then everyone's everyone listening who's not familiar is probably thinking, "Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor," or uh, well, I, "Thou shalt love the Lord your God." Yeah, like that's the one that oh. to me like it should, be, but it, but instead it's this Sabbath thing. It's like that that was the most important thing on the list to in in her vision, and I I patently disagree with that vision. I I think. I think that she also went on to say that uh, that we are sealed, our faith and our our ch- our child, uh, our heirdom. We use that word. Uh. We used it before. It's real. It's a word. Yeah, uh, but the, the fact that we are in God's family that, that is sealed by our keeping of the Sabbath. When the Bible says it's we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. I'm not trying to derail that. No, you're
1: not. No, because this is going to keep going on. We're, it's related. The next verse starts with On Another Sabbath. Let's do it. But before we get there, <laughs> I want to point this out to, to what you're talking about. And I think I know we've talked about this on an episode before. We have to have. In Acts, the book of Acts, Paul has his first missionary journey. Starts in Antioch. He hits a bunch of churches and he comes back through and he lands in Antioch again. And he's like, How's it going? Things going good here? And they're like, "Oh yeah, it's just great." Uh, some juice came from Jerusalem, and we're going to get circumcised, and we're going to keep kosher, and we're going to do all these other things. And Paul goes, "I didn't tell you to do any of that." Right? And they're like, "Well, they they said that you know now that we're followers of Jesus and we got to keep the law." And Paul goes, I never, "I never said that." And they go, "Well, but we do." And he goes, "No, you don't. They, yes, you do. No, we don't." Yeah, we, so they go to Jerusalem. And they gather the council. That's not what it says, but they get all the apostles together, and Peter and James and John and a sailboat. No, that's a song. Um, uh, But they get all the apostles together, and they have this discussion. And Peter ultimately goes, uh, who are we to give them a yoke of a burden that we and our forefathers were unable to bear? He goes, we're not going to ask them to adhere to the law. We're going to give them these four things. Uh, don't eat the meat of strangled animals. Don't eat uh, food sacrificed to idols. Avoid uh, blood and uh, sexual immorality. That's it. That's it. Not Oh, yeah, I didn't keep the Sabbath and tied 10%. Mm-hmm. Sorry, those are the two that most people try to hang on. Anyway, here we go. So verse, uh, is that six. Yeah. Orion knows I recently changed the way uh, my Bible appears on my phone, and it makes the verse numbers really hard to read, but the verses are easier to read. Yeah, it's a gray on black. Are you using the gray on black? I'm using the white on black for the words, but the verse numbers are gray on black. It's gray black. on black, yeah. It's dumb. Yeah, agree. But it's easier to read than the white background with the black letters. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, easier on the eyes. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, the... Verse 6 On another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was there whose right hand was shriveled. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. God forbid that happen. But Jesus knew what they were thinking. And he said to the man with the shriveled hand, get up and stand in front of everyone. And you almost see the Pharisees like rubbing their hands together like we got him now. And uh, so he got up and he stood there and Jesus said to him, I ask you, or Jesus said to them, to the Pharisees, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? He looked around at them all and he said to the man, stretch out your hand. He did so. And his hand was completely restored. But the Pharisees and teachers of the law were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. Which according to other passages means how are we going to kill him? Yeah. And this is actually early in Jesus' ministry. And they're already like, what? Where? But uh, no. Mm-hmm. like he They're like. Uh, they were sure they had him trapped. We'll get this guy dealt with right away. And he just, he doesn't even do anything other than, hey man, uh, stand there. (laughs) Just wondering, uh, what's better on the Sabbath, good or evil? Uh, Save life or destroy it? And they're like, "Mm, we're not answering. That's a trick. Touch the guy. You heal him. Go ahead. And Jesus goes, Hey, bro. Uh, <laughs> stick your hand out. <laughs> stick your hand out. And he's like, you mean this good one?
0: <laughs> like, That's my Jesus.
1: Hand all better. Um, and then they're like, the, the, but he didn't." the guy's healed, but we can't say that he healed him. But he's healed, but we can't say that he healed him. But we know that he healed him. But if we admit that he healed him, we have to admit that he has some sort of healing power. Like, uh, yeah. it's like the ultimate. Jesus was so smooth. Yes. Like. I know that's not the word everybody wants to use to describe no, Jesus.
0: That, that's associated with, like, slick. But, but he was but there's so smooth, yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Even the way that this reads, like, I, I see this like a Hollywood picture. He looks out to everybody else. It doesn't yeah. say he looks back at the guy. He's still looking at them. And right just, in the eye, eye contact. Right, and then he just kind of, like, just, like, he just, like, says, you know, to the room without even acknowledging really the guy other than just to say, stretch out your hand. But he, and then the you know then it does it's like uh, the the panache is that the word <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the word but I'm using I, it I, I like I it I love it
1: it's just it's that it's another mic drop
0: even the whole stand hey stand there in front of everyone this is a show this is not uh, even humble lamb Jesus this no. is showtime yeah and he deserves this is to be Harlem Globetrotter Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Not L. A. Lakers, Jesus.
1: Oh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Have you ever seen the Harlem Globetrotters? I've seen the Harlem. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. The- okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's less about winning the game; it's more about the show. Oh
0: but yeah, but they win anyway. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> with style.
1: Yeah, <laughs> with panache. Panache. <laughs> <Finage. laughs>
0: That's my Jesus.
1: Oh man, I can't listen to this podcast anymore. They're comparing Jesus to the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> if I could whistle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I
1: could whistle. <laughs> the theme. Uh, so. Verse 12, one day, or one of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray. He spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and he chose 12 of them, whom he also designated apostles. Simon, who he named Peter, his brother Andrew, not Jesus' brother, by the way, Peter's brother Andrew, James, John, also brothers of each other, uh, sons of Zebedee, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, son of James,
0: and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Okay. Uh, they've got two Simons. Yep. Up till the name change. They've got two Jameses. Uh-huh. And they have two Judases. Yeah. Um, Have you looked at a phone book before?
1: Yeah. There's a lot of Stevens. Sure. A lot of Johns.
0: But, it's uh, Common names. But... Simon got the name change. Yeah, uh, what, Simon A or what, Simon what, Peters. It what it we be call Simon him? B. Cephas. I mean, I sometimes Simon they call one. him. He, but he gets the name change. You huh? I, I, would come. I I, I kind of want to see that they come up with names for these other guys. Like um, Judas, not the traitor. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then uh, James, son of Alphaeus, who is called Alfie.
1: Ah, uh, instead of James, son of Zebedee, who is called Zeb. Sure. No, I don't know. I don't know. I um I recently learned this and I mentioned it just earlier, so that's why I bring it up and I like to share new learning. Mm-hmm. I that's said how you there were it. there were four uh
0: major Jewish factions at the time of Jesus. Oh, uh the Essenes, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, and the Zealots. Simon the Zealot. There it is. Simon who was called the Zealot.
1: These people were legit, not really actually. They were Pharisaical in their religious beliefs, but willing to use force to advance their cause and the cause of Christ the uh, cause of not Christ, but the cause of, of the zealots. Judaism yeah, Judaism. They were they were terrorists. Seriously, that's how the history records them. They would kill people in order to advance the cause of God. Wow. They were something else. They were they were literally basically Pharisaical terrorists.
0: Extremists, at least. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And this guy, Simon the Zealot, came out of that apparently, Um, history records. And this uh, uh, isn't—it's extra-biblical historical sources like guys like Josephus, who, if you don't know, was a first-century Jewish historian. uh, Commissioned by the Greeks, I think? uh, Yeah, well— Or the Romans. The Romans, sort of. Mm -hmm. Basically, um, he—before the first Jewish revolt in 66 AD, um, he surrendered, essentially— uh, to rome and was given an apartment in rome where he wrote uh the antiquities of the jews in peace um but he was born before jesus he was born like 15 bc and uh, he lived quite a while he i don't remember when he died now but he lived to be a pretty old dude um but wrote some great stuff that gives us a lot of historical background to jesus day and age and even times before that just he was a Heck of a writer. I forget how much stuff he wrote, but
0: it was a lot. He liked to write.
1: He did. So that's uh, Intro to the Twelve. Um, there's really, uh, other than, we know from like Matthew's account of how he actually called Matthew and how he called, we even covered him calling Peter last week, our last episode anyway. I don't even remember when it was on the calendar, but um We've covered some of these in other places, but in this case, Luke's just tying it together of here's the 12 guys. So he called his disciples together and he chose 12 of them. We always call the disciples. When we say the disciples, we think of the 12, but there were actually, Jesus had quite a few disciples. The 12 were like his inner circle. And then we'll see in other passages uh, as we go through Luke, then on occasion, he would pull Peter, James, and John separate from those other nine um as well. Lot to read into there. I don't totally understand the mind of Jesus and all of it. There's a lot of different people have theorized a lot of different things as to why and how and who and what that means for us and should we have 12 friends and three close friends? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Okay, so we're going to keep going. Here we go. Uh verse It looks like 17. It is. He went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem and from the coastal region around Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by impure spirits were cured. And the people all tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor for yours is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven, for that is how their ancestors treated the prophets." But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that's how their ancestors treated the false prophets. This is sort of the abridged Sermon on the Mount, if you will. It's the same occurrence. It's the same time. Luke records some different words than Matthew does. Um, basically, the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter five. Um, Luke, Are the woes
0: in Matthew five? No.
1: Woe on unrepentant towns. No, that's not in the. That's not in the Matthew's version of the Sermon on the remember. Mount. No, and and the difference between the two in this case um, is. It's easily... Some people look at this and go, well, there are different accounts. One of them has to be wrong. Well, no. Well, some people
0: think that there's two sermons. That might be two. Also,
1: you have to consider the audiences were different. Matthew's gospel we know, we're pretty sure, was written to a primarily Jewish audience. And so his... The, the the teachings of Jesus that he pulls out, and the healings and the different things that Matthew focuses on were designed um, and chosen to captivate that audience. And Orion and I were talking earlier even about how John goes, "Look, we couldn't write down everything Jesus did. It would, it would fill all the books in all the world and still not have enough room to contain it." And so it wasn't. None of them wrote down everything. And so sometimes some will have more on a particular topic than another, whether that's from what they remember. They remember more than the other person or just the intended audience was different. And so some things weren't added in, weren't put in or, or were left out. Anyway, the woes are kind of funny. They're a little weird to me, particularly the woe to you when everyone speaks well of you for that's how their ancestors treated the false prophets. Thankfully, only like five of you listen to us and like us because if everyone did, maybe we're false prophets. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Verse 27, but to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies. Do good to them. And lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High. Capital M, capital H, by the way. Because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. This is hard stuff.
0: I was thinking how many of these people listening to that went, Okay, Uh, I learned some neat stuff today. Uh, Like if someone slaps you just give them the other cheek to slap also and if someone like steals your stuff make sure that they got enough like Uh, (laughs) that's like it's crazy they're like me right reading this going uh I don't, I don't know what you're saying. I, I, don't, I don't, don't know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> you, if someone
1: steals from you, make sure they've got enough of your things.
0: Yeah. You can't mean what it sounded like you said. So, right? I mean, they, they, we're trying to rationalize or... We're trying to interpret it. Yes. Oh, well, clearly this... No, there's nothing clear about it other than what it says. And so I, I just... My, my mind is like a little reeling at thinking about the people there hearing it out of his mouth. This is not the sermon I came for. <laughs> yeah, no, no. This isn't how you sell books. No. Uh, nope. Okay, is it time to heal?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it? Uh, my mother-in-law's in a wheelchair. Uh, are you done talking now? Um, buy her another one. <laughs> what? 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 Uh, somebody stole my mother-in-law's wheelchair. Could you heal her so she could walk? Did you also give them the her crutches? walker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? go find them and give them her walker and then follow me. What what? <laughs> it's it's revolutionary stuff and we go, "Oh yeah, Jesus wanted us to just be focused totally. We want to like just gloss over it and dismiss it. But what does it say?
0: Mm. Like if you're nice to people who are nice to you, he goes, "So what? Sinners do that." I'm so guilty here like as I'm reading this like uh, the thing about lending to people. Yeah. Like, uh, it says expecting, right? Like uh says, if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? And it's like, well, I just want the money back, <laughs> I don't need any credit. That's credited
1: <laughs> to my account, uh, pretty just, sure,
0: <laughs> not any interest, just the same amount that we agreed on, you know. Like, I do, I lend expecting, expectingly, expectantly, yeah. Um, and and so I'm I'm convicted of, of that. I haven't been slapped in a long, long time, if at all. So, I Um, It's like, I'm not convicted there necessarily, but
1: hey man, can I borrow 20 bucks is different from, hey man, can I have 20 of your dollars? Sure. They're two different things. Someone borrows, borrowing speaks of an expectation of a return. You said borrow. Someone says, hey man, will you give me 20 bucks? I have no ability to give you another 20 in return, but I really need 20 bucks. I might give going, well, there goes 20 bucks. Sure. Because they never said, I'll pay you back. Right. But if somebody goes, hey, can I borrow 20 bucks to pay you back? I'm supposed to go, here. I'll get it back to you next week. Don't bother. Don't, <laughs>
0: I don't expect it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what are you bringing me this $20 for? I borrowed it from you a week ago. I, I didn't think you were going to bring it back. I didn't expect to see this money ever again. I said I'd give it. Yeah, but still, I thought you were worthless. No, I'm just kidding. i totally kidding. I
0: had no confidence in your ability to re- return. It's them. so like,
1: uh, we want to smooth this over and round the corners off of it. We really do. Yeah. It's like in the Sermon on the Mount of Matthew 5, Matthew 5 6, 7, where Jesus is like, uh, you've heard it said, don't commit adultery. And I've, I, I ride this one a lot because... Um, uh, because I've been a pretty terrible person in past points in my life. And a lot of people, not a lot of people, there are people who would go, well, I've like gone to the movies and held hands in a movie theater with a woman who wasn't my wife, but I didn't have sex with her. I didn't commit adultery. Jesus goes, if you looked at her lustfully, you've committed adultery. And I go,
0: "Hmm." what he means is, what he means is what he said. Yeah, there's it's no uh, there's no mince in it. You can't no. you can't there's no place to cut here to get anything different than what it you know what it says.
1: Yeah. That is the cut. Yeah. Yeah, it's it says what it says. Uncomfortable corners and all of it. If it if it sits uncomfortable with you, well one, welcome to the club, and two, you uh, need Jesus. <laughs> well, you need Jesus. And, and I've said this before for me, and, and I'll, I've said I don't want to put this on anybody else, but I'm kind of kind of put it on you, listener. If you reach a point where the Bible and you don't agree, you must change. The Bible cannot be expected to change. It's not intended to change. Right. Well, our society today is different, and culture says this. Shut up. The Bible says someone
0: borrows money from you. Do not expect it back. My meaning by the you need Jesus thing is you probably do feel convicted by this yeah. stuff because you're a sinner and you need Jesus. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that he, I don't think he gave any of these, uh, quips or sayings or whatever, ex- expecting anyone would go, All right, we're good. I'm, I'm, di- I'm, I'm good with all this.
1: Or I wasn't doing it, but starting tomorrow, I'm on it and I'll be on it. Like, you no. Know? Yeah. It's, it's tough. These are things you cannot do. This is why you need a Savior. It's crazy stuff. Anyway, we're going to keep going. He says in verse 37, Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use... It will be measured to you. And he teaches this in um, in parables all over the place. Um, the parable of the unmerciful lender, I think it's called something else. I the guy who owes the king about? like bajillion dollars. Yeah. And, and then then somebody owes him, put him like – Yeah, like, like 15 bucks or yeah. something and he about beats the guy to death and throws him in jail. Like it's that, it's that whole thing. Sure of as it's done to you. And and Jesus says other places, like if you can't forgive your brother, how in the world can you expect God to forgive you? I hate that one. Why is that there? It's in there though. It's, it's in there. Um, he also told them this parable, verse 39. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into a pit? The student is not above the teacher. This is some Kung Fu stuff, Orion. It sounds like it, Right. Student teacher, never mind. Sorry, I was trying to be funny. Yeah, no, I I I mean, but everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when you yourself fail to see the plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the plank out of your eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's
0: eye. I love even the hyperbole here of the the imagery plank. of a guy with a, like a, like a two by 12, like uh, something yeah. big enough to stand on is what a, pl- a plank is. Yeah. Right? Maybe a two by six. You can walk across it, whatever it is. You yeah. put that on two, on a couple of saw horses, you can yeah. walk across it. Yeah. Sticking out of a guy's eye. Yeah. It's Going, hey man, hey, I speck I see in your eye. got a little dust here. Yeah. You got to wipe that or whatever. I can't get close because there's this thing preventing me from getting. I would totally help you, but I'll
1: (laughs) knock you out with this plank sticking out of my eye. It is.
0: It's amazing.
1: It is the most ridiculous, but it's great. Verse 43. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they're like. They're like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came and the torrent struck that house, uh, torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like the man who built the house on ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck... The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed, and its destruction was complete. Why is this at the end of all of this really hard stuff? He goes, I've just told you some things you probably can't do. But because you can't do them, that means you're like this. A guy who just built a house in an alley with no foundation, and uh, some wind came up and it just fell down.
0: Not like kind of fell
1: over, but he says his destruction was complete.
0: Yeah, like as in there's nothing left to build back. again. Yeah, 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 you don't, yeah. You don't lean it back up. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's, uh, versus uh, if you hear the stuff I said and you put it into practice, it's like building your house on a firm foundation. It doesn't matter what comes against you. You will stand. It's, it, this is basic Sunday school, like, fourth grade stuff maybe even third or second, like we have got to live as followers of Jesus. We've got to, he says, you know, it's so funny, this phrase, he says it so early on in his ministry in verse 46, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? Why do you call me person in charge of my life? Why do you call me master? Why do you call me leader, director of all that I do? But then you don't do what I direct you and lead you to do. How? Yeah. Why? He goes, why? He goes,
0: um... Why do we do that? I don't know. He, he didn't know. No. I'm so glad we <laughs> he already did, covered... He was
1: curious, too. I'm so glad we already covered Romans in the past, because Paul goes, here's the problem. Yeah. The things I know I should do, I the things do I want to do... Yeah.
0: don't do those the things i hate the things i know i
1: shouldn't do the things i hate those are the things i do woe to me he says and it makes me feel so much better because if paul was there i don't have to feel terrible about being there but based on these words of jesus i don't get to stay there and go well i'm like paul so i'm good Mm -hmm. jesus goes nope figure it out